I had no agenda other than just to like one talk to people and two like get funny reactions and yeah. shit. Like yeah. it just was fun talking. It truly New York is like the best place to interview people. So I just really enjoyed like connecting with people and making people feel comfortable to just open up. So that's really where it started and that's where I found my groove. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 120 of the Mad Happy Podcast. I'm Mason, and today we are joined by Chris Clemens. I uh, had an amazing conversation with Chris uh, last week. He pulled up to the office, uh, had never met him before, but but have been a big fan of his and his content. Uh, you know, I think he's such a great just internet personality, comedian, influencer, whatever you want to call him. Um, just think his content is really fresh and funny and self-aware and vulnerable um and i love his sort of just attitude that he approaches life with and and was really cool to learn more about him and his personal story a ton that we had in common uh like i said obviously i didn't know him prior um so it was nice to sort of unpack all that stuff together and yeah he's like starting to do these live shows now uh, which is really cool to hear about and 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 he's going to be doing a lot more so definitely encourage you guys to check out his page um and check out all the places that he's uh, performing. But yeah, it was an amazing conversation and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. The Mad Happy Podcast is brought to you by Optimism. Enjoy the show with Chris Clemens. How you doing? Doing well. Yeah? Yeah. So you don't live here, but you're here for like a big show this weekend, right? Yeah. So I'm doing a show at Flappers. Or What's bank. that? that uh, a- it's a comedy club. Sick. Yeah. So I'm doing a show at Flappers. Nice. That I'm recording the 100th episode of my podcast and then doing stand-up after. And then a friend organizes, like, a monthly show. And I'm doing, uh, like, 10, 15 minutes there. Oh, like a, like a monthly show with a bunch yeah, of different, yeah, like, yeah. comedians, comedians or, or yeah. storytellers. Or... That's exciting. Yeah. Have you done, like a, like, a live pod or, like, a show like that before? I've never shot the podcast outside of... Just like the your own studio. same group of four people. Wow! So it's going to be a little wild. That's cool. I'm excited. What made you want to want to do something like that? Oh, to just get off the internet. Yeah, yeah. Just like just, bring it IRL a little bit. Yeah, dip. Yeah, I've had enough. <laughs> I've been uploading for like 11 years. I'm tired. You're you're like an OG in the in the internet game. I know. Well, yeah. there's few. I have friends who've been doing it longer. I feel like a fucking yeah. imposter. What like what do you feel like has changed like the most? Since you started being on the internet. Just, like, the fact that it's cool to post. Mm. That it's become such a norm. Mm. Like, when I started posting, I didn't tell people I was uploading videos to YouTube for, like, a year. Right. I, they just thought I was doing, like, weird school projects Whatever, or like, something. Like, hobby shit. Yeah, they're like, what are, why do you have two soft boxes in your bedroom? I'm like, it's for school. Just shut up. When did it, like, become, like, a career? Um, I moved to L.A. June 2nd of 2017. And at that point, I had still had a full-time job. Nice. And I, What were you doing? I was at a tech startup in New York. and a straight tech bro in, in NYC? No, no, no. Yeah, no, I was not a tech bro, even in the slightest. So did you pursue that just because you're like, I, I have to get like, I was a like, I need a job after. Yeah. yeah, so I went to NYU, and you know, I was like, okay, we're going to have student debt and have to pay for expensive living. So I got a job. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was very much, sadly, not an EPO baby, not a trust fund baby. I've got to roll up my sleeves and do it myself. (laughs) So, yeah, I actually got the job before I graduated. So when I wasn't in class, I was at the office. Nice. And then when I graduated, I did that full time. 
And then I saw that there were people in the office who were like working remotely from Asia for a year. And so I was like, okay, I'm kind of tired of New York. Yeah. It's been five years here. And this is like, like well before COVID, obviously. And they yeah, still yeah, had yeah, like this the, is... the remote work and stuff. Yeah. The, my company was really chill. Honestly, they kind of needed me because yeah. I had already built up like an audience at that point And it was mm. sort of. Good for diversity for the company. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, exactly. They were like, oh, here's someone who's 20 years younger than all the rest of us. And yeah. So, I mean, I kind of had some leverage in that perspective or from that. Yeah. Whatever the word is. I haven't fully had the, it's okay. the air one coffee. Yeah. <laughs> You're uh, only halfway done. Right? I know. I'm like, shit, we started already. But yeah, I was just like, hey, I've been thinking about moving to L.A. And I was fully going to quit. I was like, I've been thinking about moving to L.A. I see that so-and-so's in Asia. I was wondering, could I do a six-month trial? And then at the end of that six months, I was fully going to like dip. Mm-hmm. But then, <laughs> uh, in October, I got laid off because the company was like slowly folding. Yeah. And then I got two months Before, of severance, which would have gotten me right. to the, the thing. The so year, I got yeah, two yeah. months of free work, and then that's when I was like, okay, this is full-time. Nice. And then you just started to sort of like invest more of your time and energy into just like full-time oh, content all of creation. my time and energy i was like okay you've really gotta yeah bring some money was that like where did that come from as like a kid like were you very into like theater or like performances or like at like yeah class clown I, or entertaining I, people well, or like yeah like literally all the above thank you yeah. so much for bringing that trauma <laughs> full, back up yeah resume no yeah. i was um i had like three to four parent teacher conferences a year <laughs> mm. i was horrendous uh, as a child, not like, like were you? No, like I wasn't. You're like a dick. You're like you. Just no, like, see, like I wasn't a dick because just like didn't respect authority. I, like yeah, I just like I was like, listen, guys, no offense, history's behind us. Why are we learning it? Mm. And they're like, you're in fifth grade. You should not be thinking <laughs> like this. And I'm like, but give me the answer. Like, why do I need this? Right. So I just like very much knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. Which was like I wanted. I liked making jokes. I liked entertaining. Yeah. I didn't realize that, like, when you're a loudmouth, you could become a comedian. Mm-hmm. So then that sort of kind of developed after. But, yeah, I was just always kind of a nightmare. Did you, like, what sort of impact did that have on you, like, the like the strife with, like, academics? Like, did your parents really care? Like, you were just yeah, so, Yeah, like, no, my parents cared a lot. They put, like, yeah. all of their energy into our education. Mm. Um, so you have siblings, I assume. Yeah, I have an older brother and a younger brother. Did you guys grow up in New York, or you just I went to no, no, no. We grew up in Delaware. Nice. Yeah, so we grew up in Delaware. And where is like like a relative? Where's Delaware? Okay, got it. Here we go. This part of the episode. It's under New Jersey, to the right of Pennsylvania, and like to the right and above Maryland. I know exactly where that is. Totally. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) So it was you and your two brothers. Yeah, and my mom. Were they like, were they better in school than you? And so like, much you were like, better. Well, you were like the bad one, or yeah, like I. Me too, by the way. I'm. I'm I, the middle I of got five. That sense. I'm the middle of five, and I was just like a straight like black sheep. Yeah, that's exactly how I still. Do you still feel that way? Totally. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you. Those dynamics, like you grow never up change. And all this shit. Yeah, it's just like a. It, we're all still just like. 12 years old. I thought I'd become the most successful and it would all change. And it's like still just straight disrespect. Yeah. I'm like, guys, come on. It's like, oh, you got like, you got a million views on that. Good. Good for you. Great job, Chris. Yeah. They're and like, well, like, anyways, <laughs> I got a promotion at my job. And I'm like, that's fucking sick. What's that like? It's horseshit. Are you still close with your brothers? I am. It's interesting having 
being like one of three kids because the number three is like the fucking worst Mm -hmm. because two are always best friends and one's the outcast. There's an odd man out. Yeah. And my older brother and younger brother, as much as they fight, it's like fighting over, it's like straight man fighting Mm -hmm. where it's like, Dude, the best athlete. And I'm like, you guys are real. Like, Charles Darwin, in Charles Darwin's mind, you would have died out. Like, <laughs> yeah. this, you are not adding anything. It's just like inconsequential. Literally, like, I'm like, yeah. it's crazy. But then I feel that they have so much in common. Mm. So I just still kind of feel like the outcast. But yeah, we're all really close. Yeah. Um, sometimes we're closer than other times, but. Naturally. That's family. It seemed like you had like a lot of. Uh, confidence as a kid like to be able to say that back to your teachers or to have a very specific like Dude, pov that you were like this so is much. just like what i think like, i had so much confidence like and like not that where to go <laughs> you feel like you lost it oh my god i was just talking to a friend last night at dinner and we were saying like how we feel so insecure as adults yeah well when you're like a kid it's like you know those things of like kids they just like fucking play like they'll just like jump off that or like swing on that or like whatever yeah, and then they don't give a shit and your bones and are like, still like rubber yeah you're like so more like careful like like all these other things like life becomes so serious i feel like it's more of that of like your your mind is more awake to just like oh like what if all those people are thinking about me and what's gonna happen if i do that then that's gonna happen whereas like a kid you're just so fucking present that it's literally just like all i'm thinking about is just like and you just don't even care because you don't remember what someone called you because you're just like go 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 like yeah i think there's a lot more of like stillness and patience and just like being in the present moment and then as adults i mean like life becomes so complicated obviously but yeah i mean i like i always think back to like i just wish i was still a kid Uh, every day of my life like as i got older i'm like why the fuck when i was a kid did i want to be an adult what a scam i have to have health insurance there's also like the thing like, like we always want like what we don't have you know i think like always young people wish they were old old people wish they were young the grass will always be greener like yeah it will always be greener yeah so then did you go to college because you wanted to or or you just felt like it was like what you had to do no i felt like it's what i had to do yeah um i mean nyu is like a really legit school i know but i went for photography i should make that very clear that it wasn't like like i was just like that's like the jv way to get in yeah Yeah. like it really was like just like being an athlete it's like i really (laughs) shouldn't have been there but when i learned that the portfolio was half the application i was like okay i got this guys was that like a serious hobby for you or just like a Um, like a bs thing in high school was a big hobby of mine yeah i all went like you're just in the red room all day for as no i did digital digital, (laughs) (laughs) visual like not that old let's calm down I always took pictures and videos as, like, a kid. Right. Like, even if it were of my, like, action figures or, like, stuffed animals or, like, Barbies or whatever the fuck. I was taking pictures. I was making little vlogs before, like, vlogging was even a thing. I just loved, like, doing that. Yeah. And so when I got to high school, I got, like, a serious camera or, like, a serious camera. And I ended up taking, like, people's, like, student portrait, senior portraits and... Yearbook. I mean, bitch, yeah. I was, like, fucking <laughs> hustling. No, I didn't do yearbook. Let's be real. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was like, I don't work for other people. I work for me. Yeah, um, yeah I was, like, my school senior portrait person. I, like... Is yeah. everything. And then I was like, wow, Chris, that is not photography. <laughs> but you finished college in the end. I did. As much as I wanted that's, to drop oh, that's out. That's impressive. Oh, I, I want to drop out so bad. I left school after one semester freshman year. I don't blame you. Like, it's I so like, get it. What I, was, why? Why did, what was your selling I point? I mean, similar to you, I just always really struggled academically. Like, I never felt like that's where I was 
learning or that was my style of how my brain worked or like same things with like authority. I'm just like, this is stupid. I'm not applying myself. I don't really care. Um, definitely struggled with like, you know, depression a lot too. So I think that like sort of takes you out of like being able to apply yourself and like, you're only going to get out of it what you put in. And then yeah. I kind of only went to college just cause it was like, that's what you do. That's it's what like, you do. Okay, How old you are you? High school. 29. Yeah. Okay. We're the same age. It's yeah. like, so that it's was like, very of the time was like the same script. It's just like, we're all on autopilot. There's not really much, you know, it's not like all these new web three social media careers were like super popping back then that yeah. that was like a real option. Um, and like all of our parents were so like proud if they did go to college to have gone to college. Yeah. So they like, were like, you like have my to, mom I did this. So you, like, my mom didn't. So like she wanted me to, Ex- yeah. And it, I mean the, Diploma obviously used to mean a lot more. I think yeah. every year it seems to matter like less and less. But I just didn't connect. I mean, I was like pledging a fraternity. I was having so much fun. It was like I was at a big party school. Like, and I just looked at sort of the juniors and seniors, and I was just like, "You guys are doing the same exact shit that I'm doing right now. Like, I don't want to just do this for like four years." So I sort of came back and then like did the community college thing, but that fizzled out, and then started another company before Matt Happy with one of my partners. Now you and then, started Matt Happy? Yeah. Oh my God! Hello. Hey, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. I just um, did not know. Wow, go off. Yeah, and then uh, started like the business in like 2017, um, which is like I, I would have graduated in 2016 if I stayed at school, obviously, because we're the same age. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just like wasn't really for me, and I was always more of like a street smarts kid. That's how um, I was. And just like the real world, like sort of face-to-face experience, I feel like outside of a classroom was at least much more valuable for me and like the, the career that I sort of wanted That's to exactly have. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah. Just like, I was like, okay, I'm understanding the world around us. I don't yeah. understand where A squared plus B squared equals C squared fits in. Yeah. Nor do I still don't think it fucking does. Yeah. But Is there any part of your college experience that you feel like you apply to your life today or that you're like a, like a grateful for in any way still like even i mean like here's fit? the thing i've gotten to the point where i'm grateful like graduate having graduated college is one of my greatest accomplishments i feel because it was it's something that i was yeah. so one didn't think i would actually do right two didn't actually want to do yeah. and three like did felt <laughs> that was the most impossible thing to do yeah and the fact that i was able to do it granted like did I have to finesse my way through sometimes? <laughs> my parents got divorced every semester. Yeah. I mean, they got divorced like just after I graduated high school. So I was like, okay, if I'm going through this, everyone else is going to go through it. So mm-hmm. I was like, sorry. I just, I'm so scattered. My parents just said they got divorced and yeah. it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Meanwhile, that shit, I saw that coming. Yeah. Um, was it actually hard for you to cope with, or you would just like sort of use that as like an excuse to help you sort of like coast and whatever you were doing? I mean, like the beginning was hard just because like, Maybe you understand that, like, divorce back then felt so, like... A lot more taboo, yeah. Oh, my God, fuck, I'm a part of a divorced yeah. family. Now I'm like, okay, more people need to get divorced. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's yeah, true. Yeah. Have you always really, like, worn your sort of emotions on your sleeve like that? Always. Of, like, of what you're expressing? Yeah. Always. That's Me too. mostly I why I got a lot of parent-teacher conferences. I was first in therapy at seven years old. See, I'm fucking jealous of that. I got into therapy when I was in college. Yeah. And I mean, like, I say that it's like my blessing and my curse kind of because as you know, like if you've been in therapy for a few years, it's like once you sort of like, once you open the book, there's like no closing it, obviously. So then just like, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, seven years old. Yeah. Were you like against it when you were seven? No, I mean, or were you like pretty basically open I had to like it? a crazy like blended family situation of like my mom had had me as an only child. Then my dad left us. Then she dated this other guy that had two kids. Then they got together, had two kids of their own. Then my dad's first wife passed away. 
So then his two kids came to live with us that I was seven years old. That's when I first went to therapy because I was like, mom, does this mean that you're going to die? Because no, I mean, anybody needs a, I'm 29 and I need a roadmap for this coping with that. And then, uh, my parents had two kids of their own, like I said, so that's how we got to five siblings. And then my parents got a divorce when I was 16. My dad came out of the closet. Uh, so did mine. And then really? Yeah. Except he's no, he didn't come out of the closet. He was an asshole. So that was just a lie. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. I just meant that he's gay. Oh. And so... But he's just not out. No, he is. Oh. I don't fucking know what he's up to, and I don't care. I haven't talked to him in, like, years. He probably won't be listening. I don't give a shit if he is. (laughs) If you are, bitch, you suck. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, same thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It was actually sort of like... Do you still talk to your dad? Yeah, yeah. I do. I think our relationship actually got a lot better. Nice. Because I think because of the fact that... Like I said, I sort of grew up with that, like, black sheep, like, identity for me. And, like, I sort of got, like, the brunt of, like, his shit. Same! You know, because I had, like... what? There was five of us, right? It's, like, my two older siblings, their mom had just died. My two younger siblings were just really young. And I was sort of in this, like, middle spot that just sort of, like, took, like, the brunt of everything. Yeah. And And then I sort of started to, like, wear that on my sleeve. And you almost, like lean into it more yeah. when it's happening as a kid because you're like, all right, like if this is my identity, like let's go. Like that, exactly. it is my identity. Exactly. So then you sort of just like, wow, you own it in that way. And then it's hard to sort of break. But when he came out, obviously it sort of alleviated a lot of the confusion and blame that I had placed on myself. Of Like this guy was always getting so pissed at me. Like what's wrong with me? And I had like those beliefs instilled in me that I still struggle with. of just like, you suck, you're dumb. Like you're not enough, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like all these things, like you don't matter. And when he told me that, it was just like, oh, uh, fuck. All like, the pieces came together. Yeah, like, this dude was this dude was down bad. Like, he was really struggling with the shit that, like, his identity and all this stuff, being a closeted man, married to a woman with five kids, living this lie in his head. Like, and now I at least have a little bit more, like, sympathy and empathy for, for why he was acting the way he was acting. Did he ever, like, apologize or anything? Yeah, he did. I mean, there's been okay. a lot of, like, work. Like, he, he sort of told all of us individually, um, things like that. Obviously, it just, like... I feel like there's stuff when we're growing up that we just, like, don't understand. And then, like, you get older, and that was just, like, an aha moment for me where I yeah. really understood. And I think it's been cool. Like, he basically came out with, like, a partner, like, like at the same time. Like, they both, like, left their f- wives and, like, told their kids at the same time, and then were dating. And they, they've been together ever since. Oh, shit. That sounds, like, it was nice crazy. but brutal at the yeah, same time. Yeah, and so time. it's, like, obviously, like, they were talking. And yeah, stuff, like, I'm, like, what the fuck, bro? Maybe, like, pump the brakes and, like, say in a month, hey. Yeah, by the way, here's... Oh, my God. Here's Steve. Uh, <laughs> not Steve. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Sorry. Uh, no, that, that's, that's really funny. Um, did you sort of, like things go south with your dad when your parents split up no we don't have to talk about it if you don't want either oh i don't give a shit i've been through so much therapy that i'm like we might as well use this as a business expense um (laughs) so no my dad was always just like a huge bully wasn't always but then like i just remember like he was um and i was always the one who was like no (laughs) i don't see it that way sorry like, he would always Like, the say, one who would, like, stand up. Yeah, yeah. I was always the one who would, like... Me too. Like, I always got the shit beat out of me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to sit here and take it. I'm going to fight back. Yeah. And... <laughs> oh, my God. Looking back, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. The fact that I'm still alive feels like 
miraculous. Yeah. Miraculous. Um, I can relate to you as the one who would always, like, fall on the sword. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and appease. I just came from a long day at school. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And so he would all, one of his famous lines would be, you have to respect me. And I was like, and I would, I mean, like at literal 11 years old, I'm like spewing like fucking Socrates shit. I'm like, <laughs> respect is earned, not given, bitch. Right. Like, and yeah, like sometimes like, I probably said yeah. bitch. And yeah. like, I just didn't care. I was like, yeah, you provide nothing. Yeah. You make all of us miserable. Yeah. No. Like where's, where's the respect in that? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just like, I don't. So I always was in trouble with my dad. Yeah, I, mean, it's I just don't respect him. Yeah. And like, it's he, like some old school thinking. Yeah. Just like, and well, like, like you have to respect the tradition. I'm your dad. No matter what, I'm a man and you have to like, I, just treat me a certain way. It's like, no. Yeah. Like, I was I, like, well, I when don't. you act like a little bitch, I'm going to treat you like a little bitch. Yeah. Like straight up. Yeah. And like when my parents got divorced, my dad basically blamed it all on my mom. It's and like, it was no like, it's her fault. Yeah. It's her. She was awful to me. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, babe. Yeah. The closet's made of glass. I mean. Look in the mirror, dog. Literally. (laughs) And, like, my mom would just, she would still have us all together if she could to protect us. Yeah. Like, she went above and beyond. So, like, that and, yeah, just the whole thing is. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck was the reality cameras? You and your mom still close? Yeah, we're, like, best friends. I I live, like, 17 houses down the street from her. So you moved back home. Now. I bought a house in Delaware. Wow. Um, I just wanted to own a piece of property. I was like, okay, yeah. we're almost thirty. Some f- like build that real estate portfolio. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting in Delaware. Yeah. Um, but I have I know over, how Monopoly works. I you have gotta, like yeah. over half an acre. I just that's incredible. I dude. just felt so f- far away from my family living here in LA, and yeah, I would go home, and it would be holidays, and they'd be like, "Remember when we did this?" Oh, Chris, you weren't, th-? and I'm just like, oh, "I'm gonna yeah. kill you all!" I swear to God. My girlfriend right now, like she, she grew up in Boston and we live in LA and like she's starting to have the same sort of thing. It's just like as as you get older, you realize I think you just want to be really close to your family, exactly. especially as like your parents start to get older. Like she has a great relationship with her dad. They only see each other like a handful of times a year. It's like, you exactly. know, you sort of want to be at like where your tribe is. Exactly. And yeah. so just but the combo of wanting to own shit and be close to my family, I was like, okay. Yeah. Doesn't have to be forever. Yeah. I'm in New York all the time now, which is great because I missed it. so close there, yeah. Yeah, and now I come to L.A. when... Can you drive to New York from there? Yeah, that's like how I... What is it, like two hours? It's like two and a half hours, and I have a Tesla, so I just like... It's amazing. Put that in autopilot. dude. Yeah, yeah, I fall asleep. (laughs) I get myself a fucking pedicure. Wake up in New York. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Va-va-voom. For the record, I don't ever sleep in my car while it's (laughs) driving. I That's insane. Did it impact your, like, business, you feel like, to not live in, like, a major city? Like, was that a consideration? Um, that, I mean, I thought about the move for quite literally so long. If there's something I'm good at, it is overthinking. Yeah. Um, I just ponder all day. Yeah, that's why I literally have to smoke so much weed yeah. just to shut my yeah. fucking brain up. It's insufferable. <laughs> so that was something I thought about a lot before moving because, obviously, I'd spent nine or ten years at that point by the time I was thinking about moving yeah building all of this shit for myself and I was like well I can't have it go away now and so that was a huge thing and it has my business has gone like slowed down a little yeah but I think it's also just been a mind shift it for me when I moved to Delaware I got I renovated my entire house um so fun top uh, no sounds Um, fun 
It see that it sounds fun. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Like this will be great. Don't fucking renovate an entire house at once. Well, was it because it was like run down or it was you a piece of shit? No, I mean like okay. yeah, I guess I could have lived there. Right. I don't want to. What were like the renovations? Like like was it like a full gut or like? Oh, just, like, it was a full gut. It's like what's sitting right here. It's a full gut, <laughs> full. bitch. I mean, it is a full gut. I only wanted to redo the whole thing though because I was like, once I. It's so much easier being able to redo stuff without furniture in there. Mm-hmm. Like once I get my shit in, it's like it's over. It's like to redo the floors. Yeah, th- yeah. Throw me out the second right. story window. I mean, get a storage unit. Move everything. Exactly. In there. So like... I just had storage units in my driveway for like yeah, yeah. months just while like my the house pods was... or whatever. Oh, the pods. <laughs> oh, fucking love them. So I mean, is everything all like? It's good. pretty much all done. Yeah. Um, there's you put just, the pool in. You put the. I have not. No, the outdoors. The sauna, no, yeah. the outdoor hasn't even been touched. It's no. just been the indoors. Well, you got a half acre. That's a lot of. Uh, yeah, maybe. You really do something. Built nice a out garden. There. I was yeah. thinking about putting a tennis court in my bed, and like That'd you can just so fucking do sick. that. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. Like the day before I came here, I was like, "Let's paint the guest room," and I was like, "Why the fuck did yeah. I choose that?" That's honestly like you're you're describing my dream is to just like go get like land like that. But That's, I feel like I mean. I grew up here my whole life. It seems hard to, like, imagine myself anywhere else. But then when I think about what you're describing, is really just, like, it's just, like, a quality of life thing. That's it's just, the like, thing. these it's are like, the things I want, and I don't have $20 million to have them here. So. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. that's just the truth of it. And, like, I don't have any problems, like, admitting that. Like, yeah. I fully moved out of L.A. so I could afford property somewhere else. Yeah. But it's also been really nice having my whole career and everything be so personal that it kind of is a nice way of compartmentalizing my life so that like when I'm in Delaware it feels just so normal mm. and nice and yeah. just like I'm not thinking like it's when wholesome. I yeah. when I'm yeah. here it's like uh, you're just constantly reminded of like TikTok and Instagram and like just so entertainment and just yeah, stupid dude. shit so, and like nobody gives a shit about that in Delaware and it's like I I feel so like honka tonka when I say that yeah. but like tumbling yeah it, it's just <laughs> nice to be able to then go to New York and LA and like have these like little moments where I yeah. feel like a little rock star superstar yeah. no, I mean it, it's super respectable I feel like you know you made the decision for your like mental health and well-being basically and yeah it's like I, I still have these points that are right here but i don't need to like be in it the whole time and i feel like having the space actually then makes you like appreciate it more when you are there or get Ex- more perspective to like have other ideas I just or now feel like Ooh, I, have, I really want to spend my time with like yeah such a decompression like when i'm there it feels yeah. so nice to just like it sometimes gets a little lonely i'm not gonna lie yeah like i don't really have, Do you have like friends from like, i have a couple friends from high school yeah. that live like an hour away um, I've got some neighbors still in the neighborhood because I grew up in the neighborhood. Right. And so I still have like... So this some, is like your like your home fucking town. Yeah. This is like... I drove past my house every day. Right. Until I moved out of Delaware. Yeah. Without even knowing. Is um, there anything with like... Uh, I know you brought up sort of like the trauma of your childhood. Like like <laughs> like revisiting that. Like is it weird to no, like feel I've, like... Does I've, it make you feel like, like, like a little boy or like, like any of that shit? No. That's good. No, it like I really do feel like an old bitch at this point. <laughs> I'm walking around. And I'm like, You're like oh, retired. I do remember yeah. when I was here as a kid. Yeah. So like, I don't like I remember <laughs> that, but it's very much like, holy shit, I'm so fucking old. You're like an old lady who like moved back. In exactly. Like, I really, yeah. I am. 
I'm just like walking through the grocery store with my little handbag. I'm like, I feel like if I did that, like my mom would ask to see me every single day. My mom definitely has gotten comfortable <laughs> with the fact that we see each my other all the time. My mom would be asking for keys immediately. I, well, I mean, I gave my mom keys because I was, <laughs> she's very respectful. She is like, even when I'm gone, I have a friend staying at my house watching my dog and um, getting like packages and shit. Yeah. And my mom is still like, I'm not going over to your house. I just want to let you know. I was like, Mom, I have security cameras on every angle. I know you're not at my house. And also, it's okay, but she's very much not I'm not going to give you points for not going over. Yeah, she's very much like, this is your space. I respect it. But like, even being gone for like two and a half weeks, she's like, I miss you so much. I'm like, Mom, I used to live in L.A. and you'd see me twice a year. Right. It's going to be okay. I'm seeing you every other day. Yeah, we, we yeah. always say it. We're like, we've gotten spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we have. Do you feel like sort of being in therapy since college, whatever the last seven years, like that things that you've learned there and the work you've done there, like sort of like allowed you to make a move like this, that like you wouldn't have been able to do it. Like without that, you still would have thought like, Oh, I have to be in LA and New York in the scene and blah, blah, blah. Or like what were sort of like the seeds of it? I'm wondering. I, I mean the seeds of moving back East. Yeah. Or just like, you know, like a sort of, I feel like timing is like such an important thing of it like to be able to almost be 30 years old for both of us it's when you start to think about i'm gonna get some property i'm gonna yeah maybe things quiet down a little bit you know like obviously that sort of doesn't just happen it's like we have to have i mean i definitely told like my manager that like i would love to i wanna like we talked about it for a while like would i be able to sustain a career in delaware would I like get, just getting enough deals and work to afford yeah. a place in Delta? Like just all yeah. of that we talked about for a couple of years, but then this house came available and it was in my childhood neighborhood, and I was like, "This sounds ideal." It just seemed like a to, like, like meant to be. Yeah, just like I can like drive my little golf cart to my mom's yeah. house. Like, how fun is that? I mean, really I don't sick. own it yet, but yeah, it's yeah. on the way. <laughs> Do your brothers live close by? My little brother. It's funny because now I'm the one who lives the closest, and everyone was when always you like, used to be like the city yeah, Chris, boy. Everyone out, was like, like Chris yeah. is going to move so far away, and like, never come never back. And again. now my yeah. mom, I'm like, I'm, I'm here, back, bitch. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, my little brother lives like 30 minutes away, and then my older brother lives like an hour away. Oh, that's chill. Yeah, so it's yeah, pretty nice to. And most of your like your podcast is just you, right? It's me and my podcast team. And then, but, but like, it's, yeah, you it's, could record anywhere. I mean, like uh, most of your content, yeah, 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 doesn't it's require like a guest or anything, like other people. Like, yeah, that. I love having guests, but I just fear of becoming another podcast that has guests that yeah. you just have the same fucking conversations like on. This one. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, hmm. that's great. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I just I wanted to be able to. I almost wanted to make almost like a late night esque show with a yeah, podcast. Yeah. So That's like fun. to have guests come on, but then also to just have it be me. Right. It's like a little segment. It's not the whole exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. How do you decide like how many platforms you want to be on or like to have YouTube Ooh. and podcasts and TikTok? Like, is it super strategic of like, I want to show up in these platforms or is it just like as many places as possible for as many eyeballs or like, what's like the strategy behind it? Well, when you sell your soul to the devil, how do you buy it back? Uh, you don't <laughs> No, I mean, it's, it's definitely like a strategy thing. I think sadly, like to be an entertainer, you do have to have people know who you are so yeah. that they can come to shows or consume your content or whatever. Like you got to play the game. So you have to play the game, which yeah. is just the fuck. 
which like which one is like your like your favorite or like what do you act like girl none of them please be for real they all suck i i mean how much fun can you be having at this point yeah with any of these yeah (laughs) this sounds so dark but i just mean like once you've been doing it long enough like the idea of a new app like tiktok really was fun yeah for a minute yeah. And then the minute. Well, I don't think it's that unrelatable, passed. like what you're saying. I feel like the majority of people, a lot of aspects of their job, they don't like. Yeah, exactly. You know? so that's I don't like think asking that's like, like that, like abnormal. Which to say, do you like, love most? Microsoft, media Excel yeah. <laughs> or documents? Like it's like the same. They all suck. Yeah. But it's all an aspect of the job. What do you think took the fun out of it the most for you? Comments. Comments. Yeah. Just like receiving like negative yeah people shit. just feel so comfortable and i mean like listen i feel comfortable talking my shit on the internet too so yeah. like i get it but it's definitely opened my eyes of like wow what it's like to just receive a ton of like similar messaging <laughs> that's not so positive yeah do you like ever try and just not like read them or yeah i've gotten better at it but it's definitely just like impacted like the way I like I feel like I exist. Yeah. Like I overthink everything. I just I I'm always someone who wants to do right by everyone, mm. which is like impossible. Just like a people pleaser. People pleaser. Yeah. Oh, I'm a doormat, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I am such a people pleaser, which makes comments so much harder because it's like when you're trying to do like oh, it's just, completely out of your control. It's also. so out of your control how people will take things and then when someone says one thing, someone will read that and read it as fact when yeah. it's just someone speculate. Like it's, yeah. it's scary, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, not the negative comments part, but just like a similar experience. I feel like anytime you start like a, you know, like you're an entrepreneur in the same way that I am. Anytime you like start something, there's so much like fun and carefree and yeah. there's no stakes and all these sorts of things. And then it's almost like once you get like success and notoriety, it almost does sort of take the fun out of it in some way like when it does become a job because then it's like like you said i have my team i have like numbers i have to hit i have like obligations with this brand i have to post it like all these sorts of things and it just makes it like people who like are like my manager is like relying on me for money like my podcast team is like yeah it's like it's really hard when a lot of times for like my podcast for example i mean that poor fucking team I owe them an apology every day of life. Sometimes I'm just like, I want to quit this fucking podcast. I hate it. Yeah. But it's like, sometimes it's just like the I'm last like, That's thing great. I want to say that one more time. Literally, they're like, <laughs> okay, let's start recording. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But yeah, it's just, it's hard, especially when it's public facing and you feel ugly, insecure, dumb, unfunny, washed up. Like, it's hard to like fucking get yourself on camera when you just don't want to sometimes yeah i mean i feel like it's nice at least that you share a lot of those like feelings openly on to me otherwise it's like i'm not an actor i can't sit there like hi guys i mean everybody (laughs) knows that like chris we see the tears literally (laughs) waiting you're dying behind that yeah there was a time there was a time where i was filming a brand deal (laughs) when i lived here uh It's all on video, too, which is, like, just the darkest part of it all. I'm doing an intro, and I'm like, now, guys, before we get into the video, I want to think. And then I would just keep fucking it up. And I literally would just be like, ah! You know that girl who's, like, singing, like, and then every time she messes up, she goes, ah! Yeah. yeah. That was literally me. And then all of a sudden, I just start sobbing. Waterworks. And it's on camera. It's just, you. I'm editing. This is why I don't have an editor. I mean, yeah. holy fuck. No yeah. one else can have this footage anywhere. <laughs> Oh my god, it's just yeah, and I understand that 
there's a lot of other jobs that face a lot of other yeah. awful but shit. But none like, are as hard as yours. N- exactly. Yeah. You guys should try being an <laughs> influencer. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying at all. Having been like a dishwasher and shit, I'm like, okay, girl, pro- like perspective. But yeah. still, having done so many jobs, I can like so firmly say that the grass is always greener. Like 100%. in my job right now, I would kill for my like office tech job right where i knew my hours right i could go home and have a life it was super clear it was just yeah. so nice and like i knew what i was making yeah oh my god yeah. to have just like a fixed salary is yeah. sick yeah and then when you're in the tech job and you'd be like i like i wish i was just like, yeah I had my podcast exactly like, <laughs> <laughs> like damn i wish i had a podcast yeah so, yeah i just the grass really is always had you so always been so open about like your like experiences with therapy and insecurities and stuff like that, like like on your content, or was that like yeah. a decision that you had to make? I I don't remember being like today. I'm going to talk about therapy, right? It's just it's my it's just life, like and that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, like I I remember when I was just starting out YouTube, and like there were. Do you know what Playlist Live is? Mm-mm. It's like uh, do you know what VidCon is? Mm-mm. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. Um, Jesus, I feel chronically online. This is brutal. It's basically a convention for like internet people to come to to talk on panels and like do meet and greets. That, that yeah, VidCon to like a video conference. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, I can tell you dropped out of college. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. <laughs> um, I was there when I was like just starting out. It was in Orlando, Florida, and there were a ton right. of huge people right. that were on YouTube at the time who were like all 16, 17. And they all had, like, this goody, family-friendly content. And then I would see them, and they were, like, blacking out. And I was, like... It was, like, some, like, Ace Family shit. Yeah, I was just, like, holy shit, that seems so stressful. Right. To have, like, such a clean... Like, it's like you're putting on a mask. Yeah, and, like, that seems real. Like, I would for sure fuck that up. So, I mean, ever since then, that's where I've really just been... Like what you see is what you it's like get. Authentic, yeah, yeah. authentic. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a good me. word, right? Yeah, I hate that word. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it's kind of what you're describing. Though, I know, no? I get it. Yeah. It makes sense, but it's just so overused yeah. th- these days. It's like I just I want my content to be authentic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like what does that even mean? Nothing. Yeah, it just means nothing now. Where did like most of the like inspiration and like ideas like for your content? come from like is it just like cultural commentary or like just like whatever i don't thing? know like, what like, is it? like it really just kind of started doing what i enjoyed or like what i because like i started my youtube channel when i was bored on my first winter break of college just like fucking around and vlogging yeah, yeah i was just i was watching youtube at the time i was an extra on wolf of wall street for the last month of my first semester of college that's pretty sick. Yeah, and so I was on set for like any any fun stories from that. Yeah, my first like? day was the scene where they bring the strippers into the office. It's a great scene. So I'm like drinking like champagne, extra, like, like dancing with like a stripper on the desk. And I was like, <laughs> this is pretty lit. I can do this every day. And I mean, I was making so much money comparatively to yeah, yeah. what I was like as a dishwasher. That's so um, sick. So yeah, it was, I felt like I was going to be on like Forbes 30 under 30 list. Like, oh, I mean, I really it. was yeah. like, so I'm <laughs> fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. It's yeah. crazy. Um, no, I was an extra. Uh, but then, so I was on set with that every day for like 16 hours. Yeah. And then I went straight in a winter break in Delaware for five weeks. And I was like, 
respectfully, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. And so one of my friends was like, Chris, you already have a camera from like being a photography student. Why don't you make YouTube videos? Yeah. And I was like, wait, that's so true. I've been watching YouTube since I was in like sixth grade. Yeah. And like, I'm funnier than some of these bitches. Yeah. So then I did it. Yeah. And it just really was a hobby. I kind of was following what other people were doing and like what was big, like mm-hmm. the tags and all that bullshit. Yeah. And then I bought a microphone for my camera because I thought it would be funny yeah. to interview old people about pop culture slang. Mm. And then that was sort of That's a good bit. where the street, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Great bit. Thank you. You're welcome. I was doing like sketches and skits and stuff. And then I really fell in love with talking to strangers mm. and then it kind of snowballed. And that's sort of how I found my niche there. And it's then, such a crazy niche because you just have like no idea what direction that it could go in. Well, and I feel now like that's what makes it it's like so stupid because now it became like a hot piece of content to make. Is right. like everybody has a fucking microphone now, and I'm like, damn it! Like you see those videos, like every, I mean, all the, every the fucking straight day. men yeah, like yeah, yeah. fucking harassing people. They're like, oh, like you want to fuck? Would you go out with him? It's yeah, like, and it's like, no. Oh. It's just like, all right, oh, what about him? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh my god, you guys have ruined <laughs> ruined the art of street <laughs> interviews. No, but it's just like I never was trying to like. I had no agenda other than just to like one talk to people and two like get funny reactions and yeah, shit. Like yeah. it just was fun talking. It truly New York is like the best place to interview people. Yeah. And so I just really enjoyed like connecting with people and making people feel comfortable to just open up. Yeah. And so that's really where it started and that's where I found my groove with like the street interviews. Yeah. When you sort of think about like the future, I guess, like, do you eventually want to like wind the content creation down and, and sort of get into other things or like you want to like invest more into just one of these sort of platforms or like how do you think about like continuing to grow as like we get into like 30s and stuff? I would be lying if I didn't think maybe I'll just get a kid and yeah. I'll pimp them out. Just cop a kid. And exactly. Just, and, and just, just like, now I'm like a get mommy some vlogger. baby ricks and just exactly. like... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Be a baby vlogger. Exactly. <laughs> no, that sounds awful. For the content? <laughs> that sounds so stressful to fucking film your kid. I have a dog and I can barely film her without <laughs> feeling like I'm just like totally like monetizing off of her. Um, <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have always said I'll never fully leave. Mm -hmm. just because it's where I started. I don't want anyone to ever feel like I abandoned or am Mm. not grateful for kind of what started all of this. You're talking about like the fans? Yeah, like YouTube and just like, I mean, the dream is to like just post on Instagram, like go full Doja Cat on Instagram and just post whatever the fuck I want and not give a shit. Lawless, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I think I'll always, like, post on YouTube because, like, I do enjoy vlogging. And mm-hmm. that's it's such fun. an easy thing to just yeah. document your life. So I'm really pushing right now towards doing more stand-up and live shows. Yeah. Um, just, I don't know. When I grew up, I was, like, always on the Internet because I feel like I never found anyone in real life who who I fit in with or, mm-hmm. like, was I felt was, like, weird also. Mm-hmm. And so I really found my place on the internet and I loved the internet was like an escape. Yeah. And now it's like, I really enjoy real life. And so I want to be doing more like real life stuff that can feed into content. Yeah. As opposed to like, I used to do a lot of sitting at the table and doing weird DIYs or making weird food creations. Every time I say that, it makes me like have an existential crisis. I'm like, was I a DIYer for a hot minute? 
Um, but it was never like functional DIYs. Yeah, it was yeah. always just like, like some... let's make platform Crocs because Five Minute Crafts told me to. Yeah. And those videos are just hard now because I don't really feel like there was a point where I was like, I enjoyed making them, and You're now I'm not I, like into them as much. It's it's just like I have a new house. I don't want to yeah. f- fuck it up by painting. Yeah. Shit. Like yeah. like just doing shit just for the sake of. Doing yeah. Shit. Like yeah. I just I want. I don't know what I want. Yeah. No, but I, I, I sleep. I like the uh, sort of like the in-person thinking. I mean, it's the same for us. It's like we love to do these like pop-ups and we're opening up all this retail. And like even when we started the brand, we launched with a pop-up and everyone was telling us like just e-com only, e-com only, e-com only. And we've invested a lot into like having these physical stores. And I think it's really the way to build actual like face-to-face interactions and and, and also you're providing like an experience like, for your people exactly to like, like it's not feel a just part about of. like buying something it's more about like a feeling exactly um, and things like that is but, the feeling like would you say something like mad happiness yeah i think it's like like a sense of optimism through this sort of understanding that like you know like life's life's gonna be really hard sometimes and that's just like <laughs> it's a part of it <laughs> it's gonna be so hard bitch. you can understand that Oh, I think all of us can. I mean, if there's anybody right now in life that's feeling life is easy, I would yeah. love your little concoction of pills. Because no, but that's the whole thing about why it's so stigmatized is because people are scared to say that it's hard because they think it means that they're weak. Which blows my mind. I'm like, guys, we have 20 good years left on this planet max. Like, just fucking lean in. Go to Delaware. <laughs> Go get to a, Delaware, get a house. Get a kid. Move yeah. off the grid. <laughs> Yeehaw. Hunker down. Yeah. <laughs> Build that bunker. <laughs> oh, girl, don't even get, don't tempt me with a good time. The way that I want, like, they a got state some of the art Delaware. I know bunker <laughs> is crazy. It's like, that's where I am in life. It's like, I, I mean, want you, a nice, pimped out bunker. <laughs> you got the space. I do. Yeah, get the, it's fucked up. Get the AC down there. The AC, sure bitch, we gotta get Wi-Fi in. first. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather sweat my balls off and have a good signal. <laughs> I mean, come on. AC will be second. Uh, so are you going to do more shows after this uh, L.A. one? Is it yeah, like so the goal. A little tour, perhaps? The goal <laughs> is to um, kind of use this show as a pitch nice. and a trial run Nice for uh, a tour of That'd taking either podcast and or stand-up and yeah. doing at least a college tour. Yeah. I think that sounds really fun right now. Do you feel like that's where most of your like following is, is like college age uh, kids? I would say like tail end of college, but I yeah. feel like, I don't know. I feel like college kids are so down for whatever. Yeah. That like, fuck it. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm so ex- like that. The idea of planning shows around the idea of college students being the guests. Yeah. Sounds so fucking fun. That sounds really exciting. But then also really scary because, like, students in general are just so scary. Yeah. They, there's so much judgment. I'm like, wait till you get to the real world, bitch. Yeah. You're going to be well, terrified. Like, just, like, the younger kids that die, like, I feel like you just have a lot of uh, confidence. And, I oh mean... God, they have so much confidence. Now I'm like... Sort of like you back in the day, though, right? It's sort of what you were describing. Yeah, I had it, and then I didn't. And then I got, like, the shit beat out of me. You're going to lose this confidence real quick. You will, and, like, that's the realest (laughs) shit people need to know is, like, you will lose that confidence one day. Would your, like, like, dream to be, like, having, like, have, like, a special or something like that? Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, like, the end goal for me... I think would I would love to like be a, a late huge, a late night huge host. deal with Netflix and like a like a five special and run. yeah I would love to do comedy specials uh, that seems so fun to me a late night host yeah that's kind of like that'd be sick the 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 end goal 
I feel like there's honestly sort of like a gap in like the late night market of like it hasn't really like I know transitioned all, yet like from these like old ass like white guys. To it's just, just like, all old white guys. Like I'm the, like, can we at least like get the a Gen young Z white guy? Night? You know, I guess it was like James Corden and, and Trevor Noah like were like a little okay, bit. I, but the like, eye roll was just at James Corden, not yeah. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah can do. I just no mean more wrong. of like like the more modern. Yeah, like no, hosts. I I feel you. That's like my problem is like no disrespect to Jimmy Kimmel. Like what a guy. No, they're great, but they're just, like, they're they're just, on the older side. Yeah, like, there's just nothing to really, like, relate to about them. Yeah. But then I guess, like, the only people really watching, like, late shows are people of... Okay, <laughs> I'm going to stop that sentence because I heard where that was going, and that was not mad happy of me. What else do I want to ask you? I guess you said, like, you're a chronic, like, overthinker. Yeah. What do you do to try and cope with that? Or, like, what are your, like, tips to sort of help you? Ooh. Marijuana? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound great, but that's what works for me. I don't think... I'm never one of those people that's like, just smoke a joint. Like, because we'd really... I've seen the effects of it on some of my friends, and I'm like, you... I'm sharing is not caring. This is not for you. Yeah, yeah, so, like, it works very much for me. I'm still able to work. I'm still able to be clear-headed and make decisions. Right. But it just turns off that faster. It's how I imagine normal people feel every day. Right. Like, it sort like of just what, gets you to, like, a more, like... Yeah, know, like, brings like me down to, balanced like... Balanced state. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've heard meditation works great for people. <laughs> or, like, yoga. I'm personally, if we can't tell, <laughs> not a practicing person of either of those. Throwing out tips that, that you've just never experienced. I'm just trying to be a more yeah, well-rounded like some people just, like, human. close their eyes for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, like, some people just smile and they're happy again. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, not me, though. Where can people get tickets to the show? Oh, fuck. This is just... If it's not a sold out already. It's not sold out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Um, is this going to be out after the show? When does this go up? So it doesn't even matter. Okay, fuck it. The show's already <laughs> happened. It was sold out. Isn't that so fantastic? <laughs> um, Chris, how'd the show go? It was so good. <laughs> I mean, it just was the best. Oh, my God. Thank you for coming, everyone. <laughs> Um, well, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Thanks for we having love me. your your content, and I think the way that you are vulnerable about your mental health and don't give a shit and just like talk about all this stuff and make it seem like not a big deal, like truthfully, I feel like is is really what we're trying to do, also. So, uh, hell yeah, good luck at the show. Or, I mean, it already con- happened. Congrats on the show, and <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on tour, man. Thank you. I can't wait. All right, peace, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, it means the world to us. Uh, please don't forget to follow the show and give us a five-star review wherever you listen. It goes a long, long way, so that's much appreciated. And yeah, have a great Labor Day weekend, and we'll be back next week. Peace. The Mad Happy Podcast is brought to you by Optimism.